1: Welcome to episode 150 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. The big 150. We're halfway to 200. Crazy times. Um, It's always crazy times in these worlds. It's actually a really crazy time. Crazy shit. Okay, this podcast is brought to you by Drip Drop. Drip Drop RS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. Dehydration has a profound effect on your health, mood, and performance. Used by top hospitals across the country, Drip Drop RS is safe enough for everyday use and powerful enough to help battle dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. Used by athletes, firefighters, military members, garage guys. And the Garage Fam. That's right. If you happen to follow at GGFS Podcast on Twitter, you are able to see the large amounts of drip drop that I have with me right now. And if you go to our Twitter account at GGFS Podcast, retweet the pinned tweet, you will be getting some drip drop mailed to you. And if you leave a, a review on this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I'll even throw in a little extra special gift. Don't ask me what it is. Cause I want you to be surprised when you get it, but you can do that right now. And you can also go to DripDrop.com. use promo code garage guys, 20 you'll save 20% on your order. Cause once you get this drip drop, you're going to definitely want more. So use that promo code, save some cash. I know you about to get that big old check, Donnie writing them checks left and right. So you can definitely spend some of that money on some drip drop. So make it happen. Drew, how you, how you been? How, how's your quarantine life?
0: I think I'm living the average life of a uh, quarantined person, just basically waking up, not knowing what day it is, and trying to figure out how to go about my day with at least a little bit of productivity. What about you?
1: Yeah, we're we're just you know we're all just teeners here. We're all being teeners. We're all teened right now. Um, I've been uh, I've been finding a lot of things weird. My my mind has been in a lot of different places. Uh, the days are blending. I can't tell um what time it is sometimes if there's you know like I, I don't really care to look at clocks anymore clocks are kind of irrelevant um but i'm always greeted uh, i was greeted with the sun yesterday morning and i was like oh i probably should go to bed now because the sun's coming up so that's how did this really happen that yeah that happened i literally stayed up till like 6 a.m and i was like oh shit the sun's up and guess what i was doing Let's hear it. I was watching Ozark. There you go. That's it. That's what'll happen to you. You start getting balls deep in these Netflix shows, and you end up staying up till the sun comes up, and you're like, "Wow, I'm a piece of shit. I need to go to bed." Have things I'm super pumped to <laughs> you're watching this though. I'm super pumped about Ozark itself, and we're definitely going to be chatting about Ozark. We got Westworld to catch up on. Uh, a lot of you that listened to 149, it was definitely. Uh, one to forget. It was one of the weirder ones. I did a live stream on Periscope. So if you haven't got to check out 149, you can either watch it on Periscope or you can listen to it everywhere you listen to this podcast. Um, but, yeah, we got to catch up on Westworld. We're going to talk Ozark. Uh, we got a little bit of news that has dropped this week. Um, got some sports stuff that's happening, even though we have no sports. There's still sports. iRacing I um, is, is becoming saturated very quickly it's getting everywhere there's so much of it and we'll chat briefly about that but uh, yeah we're just, we're just going we're going to talk about what's been going down this week um and and just try to like make sense of everything at this point where we're at i think every episode from here on out will just be a making sense of where we left off whatever we were last on the show until rona decides to leave him, leave the world
0: Yep. Strange times in the world. I mean, strange times on this podcast, but we're going to do the best, do our best to entertain. And I think we have uh, plenty of stuff to talk about that's going to be entertaining and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Well, let's, let's go ahead and look right there right now.
0: Um, (laughs) Let's stare into its eyes.
1: Yeah. Let's stare right into its eyes. Just grab it by the balls. All right. A couple of things that I got to talk about real quick. And I think a lot of people would appreciate this right now is you know, everyone is pretty much locked away in their houses. For for those of you that are still working, you're considered an essential worker. Uh, thank you for being out there and doing that shit because I've been getting a lot of, um, I've seen a lot of tweets lately. A lot of people are getting laid off. A lot of people are losing their jobs. It's, you know, it's shitty. And the reality of it is, is that it's hitting everyone. So if you're still able to work, wake up every day with gratitude and, and try to make the best out of it. Um, be happy that you got some income coming in because a lot of people are facing a lot of crazy shit with, uh, with their jobs pretty much being shut down, the economy being in shambles. But if you are one of the people that are staying home every day, you got to have essentials. So I want to talk about a couple of things that, that I've, uh, I've gotten this week. This one product that I got a hold of, okay, and it's probably, it has not left my side except for when it's in the refrigerator cooling down. I got a Brita, bot- like, filtered water bottle. And I did Fancy. this, yeah, I did this, obviously, to save money on buying water, um, buying, by, you know, a bunch of bottled water. But, like, dude, this thing is amazing. Like, I can go to, like, any sink. I can go to the poop, the poop septic tank in the backyard, give me a big scoop of it, drink it, crystal clear. Like, it's straight from the Ozarks. It's amazing. I do not advise anyone to put septic tank water. That was a joke. Just letting you know that. But yeah, it's. Uh, Where'd you
0: I, buy this? Amazon.
1: Yeah, it was on Amazon. They they come with they have the filters. You can buy the filters with them as well. And dude, I don't know. It's 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 fucking awesome though. Like I said, I can just go to the sink, um, fill it up, put it in the fridge, and it tastes like just amazingly fresh, crisp water. Like I've you've tasted sink water. You know what sink water tastes like. And, and I know a lot of people that are listening to this show oh, yeah. knows that nasty, funky taste, if you, especially if you live in the city. Now, if you're lucky enough to have been raised in the country and you have, like, well water, like, you were good to go. But, yeah, uh, for me living in the city, city right now in city water, like, this is, uh, it takes city water to a whole new level, and it makes it taste like I'm drinking Fiji 24-7. So shout-out to Brita water fil- filters. I even put some drip drop in the city water in the Brita water filter. It was amazing. Tasted like it was. It was probably the the best drip I've ever dropped in one sitting.
0: I have a question related to drip drop.
1: Yes, please. Did you ever send um, my package? Because if not, I'm actually happy that you can reroute it to a different destination. Um. Yeah, your package is probably at your house right now because <laughs> mine. If mine's here, yours is definitely here.
0: Okay. So okay. yeah, I probably need to do something
1: about that. All right. Yeah, you probably want to do that. I was thinking about that the other day actually because I'm like shit, like I just got all my drip drop. I guarantee you Drew got his and now you're like not even there. So it's like
0: This is true. Yeah, it'll be safe. You're on a
1: journey. You're you're quarantining with the folks.
0: It's probably gonna be sitting there at the door waiting on me when I when I walk or when I go back and I hop off the elevator and I see it, it's gonna be a glorious sight to see the first thing I see is drip drop.
1: I I wouldn't be too sure about that. Some dude might come in from like a long jog and just smell the hydration in the box and just take it and then open it up to find some amazing treat.
0: This is true. This is actually ironic because I was complaining so much. And now here I am probably going to lose my drip drop.
1: Yeah. Look at you. Shame on you, Drew. Why? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got the drip. And like I said, again, uh, we we said it already. Go over to Twitter, retweet that. I will send you drip drop. I have plenty to share and I want to share with the garage fam. Um, I'm also going to be trying to put some stuff together for some people in the neighborhood, give that stuff out there. just want to get the drip to the world right now. Um, there's a lot of families that don't have a lot of shit. And so, I mean, for me personally, like I love water, I'll drink a shitload of water a day. Um, and I've gotten to the point to where I at least drink one or two drip drops, you know, a day or when I have the, when I have the product, but, um, I want more. So
0: people your essentials are water and drip drop, right?
1: yeah that and uh and vienna sausages nice. i've been really bad i'm i'm destroying my body one day at a time but i've literally become addicted to barbecue flavored vienna sausages so interesting yeah like i literally can eat them for like breakfast lunch and dinner like just a great little snack of processed meat that is the nastiest shit in the world and it tastes delicious so
0: nice yeah. I have, I've found a new, it's maybe not an essential, but a new appreciation for sun, the sun, um,
1: vitamin D shout out to vitamin, vitamin D. D.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause, and I'm one of those lucky people that are still working and it's been, you know, it's been a stressful time for me work wise, but at least I have a job and I'll, I can say this between work and then what I'm doing for entertainment, whether Netflix or playing Xbox, I'm spending a lot of time, not in the sun I'm inside whether work or or play whatever but when I get that hour break in the 70 degrees um man the Mississippi weather's been great so um, I'm enjoying that and like I said a newfound appreciation for a walk something that I used to not really do
1: just a nice just taking a nice walk yeah I literally sat out in the sun uh I popped the airpods in I listened to some good music and just chilled out and they uh My kid got this, uh, this tree swing and it holds like up to like 500 pounds. It's like a hammock swing. Like, it's amazing. I got in it myself and literally like just was sat out there, lost all track of time. I was sitting in that thing for like two hours listening to music. It was the most relaxing shit in the world. So yeah, outside's good. Outside's a good thing, and I'm grateful that you can go outside. I even tweeted about how guys need to be careful about masturbating too much and realize that outside is a place that you can go to. So, you know, if you've got a dick, don't beat it too hard. You can go outside and do things. (laughs) Just remember that. I feel like a lot of people – I've been seeing a lot of people talk about how, like, "I'm I'm I'm too bored. I'm just inside, just beating off all the time. And I'm like, who are these people I follow? I don't, know, I don't I need know to who reassess. You're that's what I, I about need to say. Re- yeah, I need to reassess the people that I'm following, obviously, I guess. But that's I'm not what happens that on my timeline. That's what happens when Pornhub gives out free subscriptions to America during quarantine. They just want you to lay around and jack off all day. So
0: You need to reevaluate your uh, follow or people that you're following.
1: Oh, trust me, I've been For auditing. Sure. I've been auditing. I've been auditing. I have I have all the time in the world to audit.
0: I got I've back been- into outdoor sports too.
1: Yeah, oh, you, you, you've been playing, like, some, uh, some cornhole?
0: No, I made uh, – so I was like, you know what? Throwing the pigskin sounds fun right now, and I want somebody to run a route. So I, I got – I trapped Lauren, my wife, into to going outside, and then right when we walked outside, I said, I got all-time quarterback, therefore making me not have to run routes. She ran the routes, and I threw the ball.
1: Oh, that's great exciting. Job. Yeah, good good, good workout for her. Um, and you can definitely test out her arm strength for whenever the, uh, the lingerie football league comes back. Just tell her you're getting her ready. Well, I was
0: quarterback because I didn't want to move. I was being that lazy guy. So she was the she was the one running routes.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You get you're getting oh, you said it ready. You're testing her yeah. arm. You yeah. threw it off
0: the testing her arm.
1: Oh no! You're was, you're testing your arm, and you're getting her ready to run the routes, so she can go into the. If I did say that, I'm sorry, but yeah. it's okay. Here we go again. Make sure. Let's make it awkward. Let's. Get I just wanted. <laughs> I just wanted
0: I embraced the awkwardness. I just wanted to make sure that I, you know, called all-time QB and that you understood that because that's how lazy I was that day. I was like, I don't want to run. I'll call yeah. all-time quarterback. I thought I'd, you would appreciate that.
1: I did. I thought that was like a normal thing though, because that's how I've always done it my whole life. Oh, yeah. I just
0: can't. I just can't top you, huh?
1: Mm-mm. I've never wanted to do that. I never wanted to run routes. I was just like, I'll throw it. I never, <laughs> I never said all-time quarterback though, but I like that. I'm, I'm gonna steal that term from you now. I got all time QB. Uh, you never know had you, that before? No, I haven't. But you, you know who up football? Yeah, I've played pickup football, but I just said I'm a quarterback.
0: Man, when you have pickup football and you have an odd number of people, there's gotta be one person that plays all time quarterback.
1: No, I would just tell them I'm playing quarterback. And I'd be like, All right. And then like sometimes they'd be like, Well, I wanna play quarterback. I'm like, All right, well I gotta go over here. <laughs> i was like whenever i can throw it i'll come back <laughs> like i don't want to run routes now we play baseball it's a different story i go everywhere that's what i've been doing i've been i made a sport the other day um well actually it wasn't really a sport but it was a uh, extreme spiderweb removal i went and walked in the woods with my son to go find an old washing machine um and it was considered treasure and so i got a big stick and i showed him how to break a stick off of a limb And then I told him, like, that we're going to go in here. We're going to see how many spider webs we can round up with these sticks. And so we also use it because, like, you know, we're homeschooling kids now. So, you know, we use it as an educational exercise with counting. And also it was kind of a sport. So, you know, because we were being physical going through the woods. And then we found this, this washing machine. And he was so excited about it. And I opened it up. And there was a fucking skull of a coyote in it and he freaked out and I freaked out. And I was like, we need to get out of here right now. And he ran really fast. I'm pretty sure that like, he probably would have ran like a solid, like four, two, in a 40 at that time.
0: Is he a saying Bolt of sorts?
1: Maybe. Yeah, a little bit. He's got a little bit of it in him. I know he's got we'll a room
0: start- vroom vroom in him.
1: He does have that. I'm going to start training. So, like, yeah, it's just, there's just so many different things we've been doing. Like I said, I'm just at the point now to where I'm like, you know, tw- Twitter is fun for a little while, and then it just gets kind of redundant after a while when sports are not existing, uh, when you're on sports Twitter. So then you just go outside and find shit to do. So I'm, I'm trying. Hopefully I can come into some lumber, and I'm going to start uh, dremeling things.
0: The lumberjack chase.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be a lumberjack now. It's gonna be a new trade. I, I did already got the guitar. I found my guitar. Been playing some guitar. Um, think I'm gonna maybe possibly try to make a uh, a new character, a country music artist, coming up in this week.
0: You already got the the pawn shop going. Really.
1: We got we got the pawn shop. We got the skater kid. Like that. That's like my new mission right now. I'm just making as many characters uh, of out of. I think myself. I should be
0: worried about you.
1: Yeah. I might develop like schizophrenia.
0: This is concerning how many characters you've made. Just it's only uh, this quarantine could go on for a lot longer. So
1: I mean, dude, by by this time, like the movie split will be about me. Like I'll have Patricia <laughs> by that time and then I'll be crawling up walls and then trying to also go into prison and in, insanity in wards. Don't say this. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows don't what could this. happen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to speak it. People, too
0: people will look back at this moment and they'll be like, this is where it happened.
1: This is where it all started, right here. He started making he made, he got naked in a bathtub and he started talking like a, a fucking hick from Hot Coffee, Mississippi, and that's where it all began.
0: <laughs> I must say, I'm a, I'm a i am must say, I'm a much bigger fan of the um uh, of the character of that character than the skater Boy.
1: Oh, just wait till you meet you're you're gonna meet his uh his uh, local country music star brother Troy uh Troy what is it Higgins Roy Higgins that's bad I'm already forgetting their names. Um, yeah Troy Higgins
0: make sure you take your notes
1: yeah Troy Higgins he's coming look out for Troy Higgins this week on on Instagram um but yeah that's just been what's been happening it's been weird like I said you you've kind of yours is a little more semi-normal mine's a little more isolated so yeah Yeah. it's been it's been weird stuff dude but what's not weird you're talking about all-time QBs Um, you're calling all-time QB in your pickup football. Let's talk about the all-time QB, Tom Brady, putting together a coronavirus relief golf match with Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, and Peyton Manning.
0: Yeah, and I'm not 100% sure this is locked down, but reports are that it's confirmed going to happen. Teams would be Mickelson and Brady versus Woods and Manning. Is that correct? I think I told you that. Yeah, it's, uh, Brady.
1: yeah, it'll be like that. And it's supposed to be a pay-per-view event um, uh, that will be coming in sometime around May is uh, what they're speculating. So I would tune in for this. Yeah, I would be there for sure. I'd have to watch this. I would definitely, uh, you know, I might not pay for it, but I'll find it on Reddit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they're also talking about um, some of the coordinators of the event Might have, like, Charles Barkley as one of them. Uh, They're looking at a couple other guys. I would love to see Michael Jordan uh, tune into this or get in on this because he's a golfer. He likes to golf here and there. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, did you watch the uh, Brady-Manning documentary on ESPN Plus that had them both, like, just playing golf in uh, somebody's backyard just with some banter? Did you watch that or no?
1: No, I did not see that.
0: It was one of those, like, Peyton Banning, you know, he has his own ESPN Plus series, and he had him and Brady just swinging some golf clubs and talking.
1: Oh, I did. I saw I saw a picture of that. I saw a picture of it on uh, Twitter, but I didn't like see a video.
0: Yeah, so I'm imagining this is just going to be it on steroids because they're going to actually be with Tiger Woods and playing an actual golf course and uh, and Phil Mickelson. I just I think there'll be some good. I hope the pay per view doesn't cut us short though and actually gives us them talking talking trash to each other and having fun. I don't want it to be like edited to the extreme you know what i mean i want the i want the full thing
1: yeah 100 like i want when i watch something like that i'm expecting like a podcast with them playing golf live that's what i'm paying for that's what i want (laughs) so yeah i'll be uh i'll definitely be tuning in for that so that'll be something cool a little extra to bring the world together aside from all this eye racing that's been happening have you noticed that like now um i don't know if you've been paying attention but of course, we had our ERSCA race. Uh, talked a little bit about that on the last uh, the last episode, and uh, they're going to be think we're taking the week off. We got Talladega coming up in two weeks, so I definitely uh, am planning on doing something special for all the garage fam. Uh, whether it be live stream, we'll definitely have you know Kenny and Kyle on to talk a little bit. Um, our cars got banged up at Bristol, though, man. That, that Bristol, that was a that bitch Bristol. That's what I'm calling it. If it's Joe, Bristol, baby. It's Bristol, baby. If Joe Exotic says that bitch Carol, I'm saying that bitch Bristol because it tore up the drip drop and the garage guy's car. Pretty rough. But um, they literally showed a dirt race uh, Wednesday night on Fox for iRacing. Cody Bell won it. I think Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, and Cody Bell were the three guys uh, that were from the NASCAR Cup Series in that race.
0: Is it Cody Bell?
1: Uh, <clears throat> Christopher Bell.
0: I got your back, bro.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you. Cody Bell was a dude I went to high school with. <clears throat> That's shout out, Cody. Him. Shout out to Cody. He, that dude, probably is long gone and has probably never even heard of this show. <laughs> like, I can guarantee that. Hey, but we just we just
0: we just sent positive vibes through the universe. Everyone needs the vibes right now.
1: That's it. Well, I mean, Joe Exotic's already covered that pretty much, but we can, we can <laughs> definitely help. We can definitely help there. Um, Rob Gronkowski, you brought this up to me. Um, I was shocked you didn't know this, just knowing that you're
0: on Twitter all the time. I
1: mean, I saw the rumors and shit about him being in the WWE, but, like, I literally never see WWE shit on my, <clears throat> my Twitter feed because, like, I just don't fuck don't with the WWE. Like, I never have been a fan of it. Like, I was more of a Pokemon kid than a wrestling kid. So, like, I never got into it.
0: I was more of a wrestling kid than Pokemon kid, but I've definitely been out of the WWE game for at least 15 years now. But uh, I, sometimes we'll, we'll we'll see stuff, and my brother's a big fan, and uh, I saw that Gronk – so good news is we get more Gronk because he's decided to sign a contract. The bad news is I watched his first appearance, and it was so um, – I mean, it was very Gronk-like, but there was no audience because of coronavirus, and it was just not not what you would expect from the first Gronk appearance. I mean, can
1: you imagine that live? Dude, you don't even have to ask me, because I'm going to go ahead and break it down for everybody right now. I was sitting in the living room, and it was on Fox News or whatever, like Channel 8, and then the TV just kind of rolled off of commercial, the news finished or whatever, and nobody turned the, the station. Next thing I see is all this WWE shit. And I'm like, they got fucking wrestling on right now? Like, I'm on my computer, like, working. No, no, this is live. And, like, it's just like you said. There was, like, these two chicks that walked out. And there's nobody there. They're in, like, this small studio. And it was just the cringiest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's like, why are, you, like, are people really still watching this? Like, they needed a laugh track. They needed, like, like I thought it was, like, an SNL skit. It's At just for announcers
0: and then people fighting in the ring, right? That's it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and it's like all the drama, like the TV show aspect of it. So, like, it's just, I don't know. It was like, I was like, how do people watch this? How how do people like this? If you are a WWE fan, you listen to this show, please give me a crash course on how you enjoy, even when there are people in the give crowd. The
0: answer. Give it give to me. Give me the answer. These people that are watching it, they just like it for the storylines. Like they it's literally like reality TV to them where so-and-so is beefing with this person and so and so has drama with this person. And
1: that's um, what it's always been. I remember when the rock and like, I I watched a little bit when like stone cold, Steve Austin was there and I remember that stuff. But like, see, I didn't actually watch like Monday night raw and all that shit. Like, I just like, like to watch him like chug beers when he was like six. Yeah. They mean, want to chug beers. Yeah. Yeah. Just showboating. Like that's that's all I cared about, and then I played the video games. Like that's yeah. all I cared to do.
0: But it's, it's crazy how how bad the um the like plots and storylines look when you remove the audience, because the audience in a sense serves as a um, kind of. Blocks out the noise of the. They're the fuel
1: to the fire. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Now that's kind of being exposed for the the crappy storytelling it
1: is. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like with UFC too. Like when you're fighting, like even though WWE is like all fake and stage shit or whatever, I will say this: that Alexa Bliss chick, she's pretty hot. Um, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down with that. You'll Google her. You'll agree. Um, so yeah, just don't tell your wife, by the way. But um. I was okay, good. Yeah. As long as I was watching UFC though, and like for me, I felt bad for the fighters almost because like you feed off of a crowd energy when you're going in. I mean, that's like any sporting event, you feed off of the crowd energy. Like when you're winning and you're up and you're doing good, that energy and that, that just gives you that extra push and motivation. I almost feel like if this continues with where you know people can't go to sporting events like sports are not going to be the same because that you lose losing the crowd energy is a very big part of sports, whether you want to believe that or not. And I don't know if yep. you agree with me or not on that, but okay. Obviously you do. Now,
0: I do. I mean, I think if you're a core fan, though, it's not going to prevent you from watching. Like I don't, if you're a diehard WWE fan and it's this weird time where you don't have sports on, I don't blame you for getting <laughs> to watch, but I mean, I just, I've never been in, A huge fan but you know good for Gronk if there's something that could pull me in to watch it'd be Gronk and some special guest appearances and stuff like that Um, I'm I'm totally behind going to like a Wrestlemania event or something like that with all my friends and getting and partying and doing it big I just I don't care to watch like Monday Night Raw and Smackdown and all that stuff
1: yeah I know like but then again like is it one of the sports where it's like NASCAR like once you go to a race like you actually want to watch it on TV like, cause my little cousin, like he's like eight and he went to like the, the WrestleMania or whatever in new Orleans. Mm-hmm. And he was like coming back and like, he had all the games and all he was, he was he's enlightening me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like he's the one that showed me Alexa bliss. And I'm like, okay, like, I like that. And he was like, hey, my God, I'll watch. yeah, I'll check this. I'll check this out. And, um, but, yeah, he, like, kind of, like, was telling me about it. And then, like, I tried to watch one of them. And I was just like, all right, this is, this is not for, for Chase. This is not for me. But, like, yet I will sit there and watch cars. And there's really not a whole lot of drama in that NASCAR world anymore. We want it back. That's what we need. And, like, somebody made the comment to me that, like, I find it, I find it crazy that you're a NASCAR fan, but you're not a WWE fan because those two are one and the same. And I was like, I don't know where you're getting your data from, but you're wrong. Cause like I that that's not true. There may be WWE fans that are NASCAR fans, but I don't I don't see the correlation.
0: Probably speaking strictly to the demographics there.
1: He's speaking to the rednecks of the sport. That's yeah, what that's, that's what he's speaking yeah. to. Let's be let's be frank, okay? <laughs> like you know we, we we have our fun and we do our shit or whatever. And like you know I got I got a little wild side in me. I got a lot of wild side in me actually, but um,
0: multiple wild sides.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All my new personalities. Maybe I should bring tub to the race. I'll just get naked out there in my birthday suit and sell otter boxes for iPhone sixes. Hey, making money, baby. Um, But yeah, it's i I don't know. I, it's, it would take a lot for me. I'll definitely check out some of the stuff with Gronk, but I, but I'm telling you the moment that I realize, like how, if it's cringy or like if I can just tell it's scripted, I can't watch shit like that. Like, Like acting is so important, and I feel like the acting in the WWE is horrible. Like, that's the difference between a Netflix show and watching something like on Fox. Like, the one show I have been watching, though, is uh, Master Builders. It's about Legos, people like grown ass people that build Legos. And they got the guy from Hot Rod that hosted it, the one that was like, Sullivan! Sully! I don't know if you've seen it or not. I don't. I don't. Somebody listening to this right now knows what I'm talking about. Though.
0: I can't speak to this.
1: But yeah, me and my kid have been watching that show because, like, he's in his Lego phase. So, like, that's it's like awesome because, like, we get to watch these people build these amazing things out of Legos. So, and it's not scripted for as far as I know. Like, there's no, like, corny remarks and, like, haha, that's hilarious, Eugene. Like, shit like <laughs> that. You know what I mean? I can't fuck with that. I don't know. I'm weird about yeah. like that. But, um, other than that, like TV shows are definitely important right now. Anything sports related, I have to watch and want to watch except for WWE. But we got the Michael Jordan TV show coming out on ESPN, The Last Dance. It's going to be a 10-part TV hour. I know you are. And you yeah. you, you told me about this. And uh, I guess we're just trying to figure out if it's going to be like – I'm pretty sure it's going to be 90s Jordan, like like Chicago Bulls, 90s. And if that's the case, I'm definitely – I'm watching this.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be um, – I mean, there's been stuff – there's been sports pieces and documentaries on this time period, but this is supposed to go really, really close to just Jordan and what he was thinking and really get us in, an in-depth look. And if you question that, don't look any further than the fact that it's 20 hours, and that'll pretty much tell you that we're going to get a very up-close look at, at the 90s and, and Jordan. And anytime we can get an athlete um, like that, to just to get, a, to, to get some insight, kind of like me and you, talking about Belichick and Saban. This is not a coach, but an athlete. We get to get to check out on a new level. So I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly excited, and I think it being during this time will actually benefit um, the documentary. It starts April 19th, I believe, and we're going to have ten Sundays in a row of it. So it's a, it's a lot of time.
1: I to, guarantee uh, you. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm thinking about this. I guarantee you this will be the new Tiger King. Um, 100%. This is what everyone's going to be talking about. And I, I have a feeling we're going to get some insight on the gambling scandal. I hope so. I feel like with everything, with the way the world is right now, we need something to trip out about for like, it is ESPN. Weeks. Oh,
0: I don't know if we're going to, they're going to go into the gambling, <laughs> if you start getting into the gambling theories, we'll call them theories. And, um, then you start, going after david stern it's just i don't think espn would do that because you know um there's a lot of people if you believe the theory about jordan and his gambling then you start getting to a lot of different people uh, involved in uh corrupt nature and basically david stern did all protected michael jordan by sending him to, to play to play
1: baseball yeah essentially so they've okay. gotta and they but they have to they have to dance around it at least if they don't dance around it i'm gonna be like like you know with 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 tiger king you've watched it carol baskin literally basically said how she killed her husband on tiger king and but like she didn't necessarily say it directly but she was just like if i was gonna kill somebody with a tiger i'd cover him in sardine oil and then she like did say spoiler like, alert yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> um, it's, 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 it's literally, it's been like, like three weeks now. Tiger King is like, it's, 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 it's here. Everyone's seen it. It's
0: old news, right?
1: Yeah. It's, it's basically, it's old news now. Um, but yeah, like, so we, we should at least get something like that. I don't know. I feel like the sports Twitter and sports world in general is going to cling to this. I think it's awesome. I wish Netflix or somebody like that would have been over it. Uh, I feel like we would have got a little more in depth and maybe it would have got a little more shakier. Um, would have been a little more, uh, a little grungier, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, because ESPN's got it, it's gonna be
0: probably. I think be, it's ESPN.
1: Yeah, it is. It's gonna be closely related, probably to like thirty for thirty or something like that.
0: So this gives us three hours of TV time on Sundays between Westworld and um, The Last Dance.
1: Yeah. Uh, it. Are you re- are you ready to go ahead and say it?
0: We're gonna we're, review it.
1: We we're uh, we are temporarily a uh, TV show podcast. <laughs> Yeah. So I will, uh, before we do get into, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to do it. It is, it is sports. We're into, we're a TV sports podcast and, and also other shows as well, uh, in garage talk mode, but see, we can cover Michael Jordan and the sports talk and then garage talk, talk about that. So essentially we're just talking about TV the entire hour.
0: We're in permanent garage talk mode for a while
1: yeah we're, we're here we're parked in the garage and we're not going anywhere so it's just literally me and you just chilling out popping some tops me uh just just rambling and you just trying to make sense of it we that's, go. that's where we're at that's, that's what we do baby that's why that's we're it. here before we do get uh into talking about uh re- recapping westworld episode three and um going into uh Ozark did want to say that DraftKings is still alive if you're one of the uh absolute psychos that play League of Legends DraftKings um I don't know what to to say um other than I may be there with you in about another 3 weeks after I've built 45 characters in my brain but um other than that uh wish you the best let's talk about what is cool um, and what also sketches me out in a way, and I need to get your take on it, we are now doing simulated NBA 2K and Madden games, and we are able to build lineups based off of those simulated games. I, I've been playing them. I won a little bit of money off of them, uh, off of about two games that I've played over the past few days. Is, is, it, is there a possibility that these games are rigged?
0: No, I mean, there's no incident There's no reason to to rig them right now. They're free. They're free contest. Yeah,
1: yeah, they are free contests. They're giving out this money. So literally, it's just like going into your room, popping in the you know the game, and just hitting sim sim game and just watching it. And Have you, you don't ever even know done the that chart.
0: Yeah, you don't know. Like, okay, for instance, um, Raheem Mostert, right at the end of the end of the season last year, was the basically getting. A, bulk of the carries right for the 49ers right would you agree like he was getting the I mean he seemed to be the, the one of the main He's guys the one
1: he was that he was the first down back like he was the guy
0: right and then the other day I think in the simulated game he had like zero touches or something so yeah
1: yeah because I, Tevin I Coleman know. is the starter like you th- this is what I want to say to people that are playing these um I don't know when we're going to start seeing price tags on them um they just un- unveiled them this this past week so I'm sure that within another week or so we're going to start seeing money attached to them, uh, depending on how well they do. But, I mean, they've been getting like seventy to 80,000, uh, you know, people in these lobbies for these, for these games. Um, My take
0: is very short and sweet on this. These contests being free is a great way to keep people involved and no harm done if you lose, if you win. You know, you can only win. But the minute we see paid contests for this, I'm kind of out. Um, I don't know if that's their plan or if this is just something temporary to get us through this time. What's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I can I can see it honestly, and and the thing about it is is it's really cool because you know we had XFL, nobody was really playing that though, but like people love the NFL. I mean, have you ever personally? I have. I, I attempted to do it before in the past, but have you ever like put Madden in and then like just played a simulation and just sat back and watched it? Nope. Yeah. I've done it. Like I got maybe like three minutes and I was like, okay, I can't do this, but (laughs) I will say this much. Um, there's really no telltale formula on how it can work out, but I will say that it is not, it's definitely not normal football. Like you, you've got to go after your, your big name starter guys. Like, you know, with your situation with Raheem Mostert, like there was no way in hell I was going to get Mostert because Tevin Coleman is listed as the starter on Madden in most situations. If you know the Madden rosters pretty well, um, you got to go with who is the, your normal starters on those depth charts. And that's how Madden's going to put it in. And when the game starts like that, that's who they're going to be using. Um, you know, there's a couple of things that are different and a couple of things that aren't, but like, you know, I had a contest today. I think it was the Falcons and the, uh, the Texans. And, you know, if you're like me, like when I do showdown captain modes, I always do some where I have a couple players in the captain slots. I do a few lineups with the defenses in the captain slots. I just, I literally just toss it all around and, um and just see what happens. But, the thing about this is, one, they should be doing these 24 hours around the clock. This should not just be time-stamped. Like, if you're going to do these, like, literally just line them all out 24 hours a day. I want to be able to log in at 3 a.m. if I want to and watch a simulated game and, and try to win some cash. Um, they don't, I don't have
0: enough cash to do that.
1: I know they don't. But, I mean, like, if you did one where you might win, like, you know, like some, like some crowns or something, I'd still probably play it just because, you know, if you can get a little something, something off of it, Mm -hmm. but I'm looking at some of the reasons like today, like one of my best lineups are the, let's go look at the best lineup from this, this simulated matchup. Matt Ryan had 35 fantasy points. Deandre Hopkins had 18 Watson. Was at 21? Uh, Calvin Ridley was at 17 Will Fuller nine and Jay Hardy nine points I don't really even understand it but like you know Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde are the two running backs for the Texans well Duke Johnson gets zero points Hyde doesn't do shit either and like so like if I see Lamar Miller there I'm gonna put Lamar Miller in even though I know he got hurt on Madden he's not hurt and you're going to probably play with him on a normal depth chart. So you got to be mindful of those kind of things with this Madden simulations. like you want to go after your, your, your normal guys that would be on a normal Madden depth chart. Don't try to get crafty and go, you know, like a normal football game because you're just going to end up getting goose eggs. So that's the one thing I yep. can't say. Um, the, yep, NBA, uh, the NBA stuff is the same way. 2K is going to be the same. Um, I've yep. played a few of those, but I haven't really done much on them. But I think it's cool that they're doing this. I wish they would get into the iRacing for it because then we would actually have some stuff to talk about on Rotoball or NASCAR. So I'm going to be looking to see in what sports books are covering iRacing and if we do get some of those. then I'm definitely about to get back, started writing, doing a lot more research, and then I'm going to give you even more of a reason to loud cat me on Twitter with Big Race today.
0: I'll do my job.
1: I appreciate you. All right, Next let's minute, uh,
0: just like Bill Belichick's in.
1: I believe in you. I I'm the I, who out of the two of us, are you you're you're definitely more Belichick and I'm more Sabin. I'll say that. I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely more more quiet, sarcastic, and I'm more just like I don't even know how to explain Nick Saban. Me and him are nothing alike, so it's kinda tough. Let's
0: take say you're giving us a lot of praise, both
1: of us. Yeah, I'm more Greg Williams. I'll put it that way. I'm more of a, I'm a Greg Williams type of guy. I'm that guy. All right. We'll go with that. Don't hold me to that. Somebody put my face on Greg Williams and put it on a t-shirt. Maybe we'll, I, I don't want to do that for myself. I'm I'm not into to, to You're doing, end up doing all your free time. It. Probably. I'm I'm literally thinking about drawing like pictures for all the people I send drip, drop to that that like if you if you leave a review on our Apple, I'm gonna like get my kid to like draw a picture for you saying thanks but it's just gonna be circle scribbles that's what we're doing all right do let's it. talk let's talk uh garage talk let's go ahead and just jump straight into west world because we didn't get to do this on the last episode you were uh, on hiatus what did you think about it what was your overall uh take on the entire episode
0: i'm a little frustrated probably mixed feelings i think um charlotte hale whoever her actress i can't remember her name right now tessa thompson maybe I think she did a great job acting. Um just to me it's kind of seems like we're playing the same plot as Westworld where basically Dolores is trying to expose that world for what it is and now she's doing the same thing in the wor- in the real world except with a simulation instead of a um instead of a game. Is that how you depict this?
1: Yeah, it's MTV's Westworld. So it's like we're in the real world and uh, and it's just Westworld itself. So I see it, like, I talked briefly about it. Like, I definitely wanted to get you on here to bounce ideas off of because I was a little distraught myself. I was more focused into the whole, wait, like, we didn't get to figure out who Hale was, and that kind of had me drove.
0: I'm frustrated by that, too. I think we even ended, ended an episode talking about how we had to at least get that answer to be happy.
1: Yeah, and so now it's just like we're – like. I put myself into more of like not paying attention to everything else going on. And like the whole time in the show, I'm just like thinking, who the fuck is this? Like, and like, I didn't even get to enjoy the full episode. So I need to go back and rewatch it and try to not think about Hale, but it's kind of hard because she's basically the main character of episode three. And, um, and like, everything is shadowed on her in this one, you know, going into, you know, her coming online, Dolores talking with her, there was a moment there and they were in the hotel I thought they were going to like get after it dude.
0: Oh yeah, I was about to say that. Great line, great mind stick a light. I was I was about to cut you off and say, did you think they were about to were about to see some Dolores Hale action cuz I thought they, that was about to happen.
1: Dude, they, they were about to bump nasties. And I am I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm here for it. I'm here for it for sure. But um, Dolores has
0: one of the most unique looks. Like I can't tell if I think she's I mean, I'm not really. I mean, she's okay, but she's not my type.
1: Evan Rachel Wood is definitely my type. Evan Rachel oh, you're into Wood. it? Yeah, I like Evan Rachel Wood. I think she's pretty,
0: more of a Hale fan personally.
1: Yeah, I mean she's hot too. She is. Like, I mean, I, I like that. You know, you know. You get you notice how much those shorter
0: um, Hale was.
1: Uh, than than Dolores.
0: Yeah, it's like a solid. Maybe it was some heels or something, but it was. <laughs> she looked Dolores like a giant next to her.
1: I think I think Evan Rachel Wood's pretty tall. I remember yeah. her the first time I ever watched Evan Rachel Wood in a movie was the movie Thirteen. Um, with her and one of those girls that played in the Twilight movies, I don't know. It was like they were like thirteen-year-old girls, and like they, they just became sluts. It was oh, wow. it was like a movie to like scare like girls into not becoming sluts and do drugs at thirteen years old. Nineties movies were crazy. So um,
0: parents would show their kids to scare them.
1: I think so. I remember like my my nana showed like my my aunt that video when she was younger because she wasn't much uh-huh. older than me. And, like, they wouldn't let me watch it, but they made her watch it as, like, a learning tool. I'm like, well, I don't, I want to watch it. Like, <laughs> and then I did watch it, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I was like, I don't want no part of this. Like, isn't people, it funny how we can go from a serious point in the show to this? So, yeah, quickly. we just jump. We're talking about Evan Rachel Wood, man. We, we jumped. There we it. go. That's how we That's do great. it. But, no, getting back onto the Westworld thing, like, um, I. I definitely am leaning more towards the thought of like, this is the problem with it. It's like the, I already made the theory that like, this isn't even the real world that like that Dolores only thinks she's in the real world, but she's really not. So she thinks she's doing all this shit, but she's still being fucked. And, but then I start wondering like, okay, we see all these extra scenes now with Caleb's character and them talking. So it's like, maybe that's what they want us to think. And so then I just confuse myself. So it's like I've got to just find something and stick with it and just say, fuck it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So I think one more episode, and I think I'm going to say that every time we have a new episode, I'm going to say, in one more episode, I'll, I'll have it figured out. And, and then I'm gonna the season do will that. be ever. Yeah, I'm going to do that to the end of the season. And then I'm going to say, okay, I figured it out, guys.
0: You can't lose that way. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm setting myself up for success. That's what you have to do. But um, I, the, the thing in Caleb's mouth That thing freaks me out. If that thing was real, like, that is – that's terrifying. The the thought of, like, you having something connected to your brain that somebody can get a tablet and control, like, your fucking – everything about you, essentially.
0: See – I'm glad you bring up this scene because I almost forgot about it. That's what's still great about Westworld. To me, some of the storylines have gotten redundant in the plots. But what's great is stuff like that where they do such a good job of depicting that was a heart rate. Like, I remember the audio and the sound, and I had it real loud. And I was freaking out. Like, I almost got anxiety over just watching that scene because it was played out so well. And uh, the technology piece was cool, too.
1: Yeah, dude, he jacked that dude's heart rate up to, like, 180. Like, went from, like, a resting, like – 90 beats per minute or something to like 180 like can you imagine the jump of that how that would feel in your chest like you would feel like you're about to die like and they were
0: they were hanging him over the ledge too
1: yeah dude like that is not cool man and like then you find out about that dude's life and like what happened with him and his mom and then you feel even worse so it's like, you know, I, like I literally almost cried, man, because, like, I have a kid, and the thought of, like, my child, like, be sitting alone for hours in a fucking restaurant, like, scared to death, wondering where his parents are, that freaks me the fuck out. Like, that happens to kids in America, and it makes me sad.
0: And then to top it off, she tells him that he's going to kill himself in ten years in that on that bridge.
1: Yeah, bro. Like I'm saying. So like, but it was it was really I love the end scene because it was a really empowering moment for him, and you could see the confidence like going into him of knowing that like I have nothing to lose. Let's go. So like now it's like a rebirth almost of him, kind of like when Dolores was reborn in the first season.
0: Do you um, believe that Dolores' intent is? is coming from a place of she likes um not Jesse Caleb she likes Caleb and she's looking out for him or do you think she's playing the manipulation game and basically taking over his free will to to benefit herself what do you think
1: I genuinely think that she has empathy for him uh there's a difference between Dolores that it, it's what's tough for me like seeing it like you for me you can kind of tell like when she's going to like manipulate someone because there's certain demeanor she carries all those, all those factors are turned off when she talks with Caleb at towards the end. Cause like she's coming from like a nurturing place. Like she has a very nurturing tone. Like you can hear it like in her voice that she cares. Whereas we, when you kind of know what's going on, like you can kind of see how she acts when she's manipulating like the other guy that she was like supposed to be his girlfriend or something. Like, you can kind of like read body language and see what she does. It's almost like a, uh, uh, she's got a very, I'm trying to say it like, not like humble or fruitful, but like, like kind of more of a, a belittling in within herself. Like, she like puts herself down, like, kind of in a way, like she regressive, maybe. Is a good word for it. She has a regressive, delicate. yeah, very delicate attitude. And there wasn't none of that with, with him. But I mean, also at the same time, she pretty much knows that you know, she's got him by the balls. She knows everything there is to know about him. Yeah. So, See, my I think thing is
0: playing the game. I'm a you little think bit she's different. She's playing a game. Though. I mean, I think she has that empathy for him and respect for him. She, you remember how she, she made a point to say that she appreciated that he chose to help her. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was important. But to me, she that very last scene on the bridge where he kind of confirms that he's down to basically be her soldier. That's when I like that look in her eye. I was like, man, she just I think she just wanted to have another warrior on her side because the guy's got skills, right?
1: Well, yeah, well, of course. I mean, and like, honestly, if in in that world, if you were in the army, obviously, everyone's got skills because you can literally control them with a fucking laptop. So, but my thing with it is, is like, I I see where you can kind of come from it. And like I said, it's a confusing show. So we're all open to have whatever perception we want of it. But I do see it as like, you know, when she was talking to him about how like it reminds me a lot of myself and I've been where you are in this world and they, they put you in a cage, they tell you what you are. And like, so I see it as like she sees a little bit of herself in Caleb and so she wants people like that because it's a relatable issue. I don't think she's like in love with Caleb or anything like that, but like, obviously, yeah, she wants to have somebody on her side. Like there's definitely, that's, that's definitely a part of the arrangement. She wants somebody to like fight for her and do stuff for her. And if it can be a human, why not? Because he has no idea that she's a an AI. So that's what I'm really interested. In. I'm ready to see that when he finds out what she actually is. That's when, we're going to really get to see. Cause if he's cool with it, then like you can bet your ass that like, they're going to fall in love.
0: He's definitely going to fall for her. Um, and she might temporarily fall for him or she might just be using him. I just think she's a little bit more. Um,
1: she's calculated. Trust me. Like she's, she's not going to let emotion. She's not going to let emotion outweigh what her goal is. But I, I personally just think that there is more, it's more of an empathy thing. And, but she but she sees that like not all humans are, are bad. So like, I think that that's what this was. Is She got to really experience that there's a lot more to humanity than just the people that would come to these parks and do these terrible things to these AIs, which honestly <clears throat> they were just, I mean, they're obviously they're just like, whatever we're they're told they can do that shit. So it's like, but it just, you unleash the shittiness in you. I don't know, but um, I'm excited for, for this next episode coming up. We're going to get to see William again uh i We hey, got some been,
0: other key scenes i gotta ask you about don't you get too far ahead
1: i know that's what i said man we, we didn't even get to go with it you go dive right you ask me you it's okay. your so turn so
0: i think there's two more things we have to say before we move on just because they're such important scenes uh one or i think we have to talk about the fact that um Hale was a mole before she before we saw the events of season two
1: yeah they w- came on the island that honestly, like, it, I feel like for a lot of people it was a shocker, but it's not really a shocker for me because, like, pretty much in every movie when you have, like, a mole, it's always, like, the most high person. Like, there's always, like, the person you least suspect. So, like, for me, though, it's almost like she would be, like, the perfect one that would do it in a way. Like, because she's, she knows there's a lot of money involved. She has a kid. You know, and and you can definitely tell before, like she was, she expressed a lot of shit in that video. She left, like she wasn't really there for her kid, things like that. So it's like, maybe she was trying to get a way out so that she could get all this Mm -hmm. money and scoot and, and, you know, kind of live more of a normal life.
0: Yeah. I'm not surprised by her being a mole, but it's just so relevant to the story now, because now we have this new bad guy that supposedly bought a high portion of Delos company and, has also somehow managed to become the richest person in the world, and yeah. is anonymous, right? So
1: yeah, that's what's scary about it. But I will say it's going to be interesting because basically Dolores is in control of the situation now
0: because she controls Hale, and Hale has Serac's ear.
1: Yeah, pretty much. They they he can literally lead, but but Serac's smart though. He's going to catch on like pretty quickly. I feel like I don't think it's going to last long.
0: And he seems to be all knowing and like basically has cameras and people everywhere. I think he alluded to um, Charlotte not being the only employee he has working for him there. Right. He made some kind of, some kind of comment about, do you think that you're the only one? He made some, she, he made some comment to her. And then before he vanished, that was weird. So he's technically not even in that world or at that exact physical location because he vanished.
1: Right, I dude. I'm honestly like, with all this this stuff that's happening, I'm just ready for um for Ford to just come up and be like, "You did it, Dolores. You passed the test of taking over the world. Now I'm gonna let you go be a real person. Like you passed your simulation. <laughs> I'm that just waiting it, for that. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for that now. Like Ford, just like at the last episode, like because like all this stuff, it's like there's so much of it that's leading me to believe that like it's like this storyline is either going this way and it's just going to kind of be like a mundane season three or else we're going to get the biggest M. Night Shyamalan twist on the man. And that's what I'm hoping for. Because if we get the M. Night Shyamalan twist, it's going to be everything.
0: I'm telling you right now, if they don't have a good second half season three, uh, it'll be wrapping up season four. There'll be not much more Westworld. I think they really need a strong – from what I've done, from the research I've done, it seems like there's a lot of people that – fell off the Westworld train at the end of second half of season two. They do not need to let that happen again.
1: Yeah, season two was not – the end. towards the end was just not as entertaining. It was just kind of weird. I don't know. We got different. So, they've really got to pick it back up. But it, it's going to be hard to top season one. Season one was everything. But they need to bring Ford back in some way, shape, or form. I feel like that would be amazing. And that's why. What I said.
0: What's doing? We're, we're, what's he doing?
1: We, we didn't get him in uh, – we didn't get him in, in – what's, what's his name? Freaking Spock? spiff spade i can't think of his fucking <laughs> i know name who you're right talking about it. Yeah, yeah everyone knows what i'm talking about buff guy that's a robot um, we just
0: learned was a robot even though we kind of had idea he was yeah
1: yeah everybody was kind of knowing it was a robot but um but yeah he'll be i'm sure we'll see him in this next episode like i said i think this was more centered around caleb and hale that was it was kind of their episode
0: and then so, the next one we have four so it might be three episodes straight without bernard
1: yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what's happening. But on, honestly, doesn't she have Bernard? I think she has Bernard. She had, yeah, she has Bernard. So I don't understand. She has Bernard. So that's what's making me think that, like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Who's she? Dolores has Bernard. She has Bernard's marble. No, you're you're thinking so that that hail
0: scene of Hale and Dolores talking about. Bernard's marble was before he, before she brought Bernard back to life.
1: See, there we go. Okay. I got Makes you. Sense. Makes so that,
0: sense. so that scene was right before they woke Bernard up. And remember Hale was over in the corner just chilling. So she said, so basically Dolores woke up Hale first, went through their conversation and then they woke up Bernard. Bernard walked out the fence. Walked up so,
1: the so the Caleb shit was present day and everything with Hale was past.
0: Not everything with Hale was past. Just that opening scene where uh-huh. they where they talked.
1: Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It's gonna be weird.
0: But they referenced that that brain. You call it her brain, but the marble. Um, mm-hmm. they referenced that and said because Hale said, "Why did you bring him back?" And she basically said something along the lines of, "Everyone has their place, or everyone has their um, their part in this." And it's, yeah. they're referencing Bernard before. Basically, what you saw at the end of season two, when Bernard walked out and got up and left Dolores, that event took place after the scene between Hale and Dolores that we just watched.
1: Right. And I thought it was really cool how like whoever is in hail like basically is becoming hail. Like they were saying like hail was yes. like ripping out of her. I don't know. It's uh like I said, it's so complex that I love it. I love it. Your money's on,
0: on Clementine, it. right?
1: Yeah, I think Clementine's the easy one now though. I feel like it's just gonna be somebody random as fuck. But here's another one. The Asian the Asian lady from uh from season two that's another option lady. you know what i'm talking about like she was from like the the mongolian world or whatever like the one that like fought with uh, him oh oh yeah that's 100%. another that's another good possibility i thought about when i was watching it
0: that's awful i haven't i haven't read anybody i haven't read any theories about that so that's a pretty good
1: one I got to remember her name, but I'll, I'll look it up. We'll figure it out, and we'll talk about it on Twitter, I'm sure, this week. But, yeah, that could be her. So, that's like, – because she was she was a soldier for Dolores. They, they were working together. So I she
0: was with Maeve, but I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, she was with Maeve. Dolores – yeah, they were in two different parts. That was Maeve that was in Mongolian World, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. Okay, never mind. Throw that out the window. I need to go – I really need to go back and watch season two again. I, I literally was so in and out of that that season. I just I couldn't gri- grip it like I could season it's one. It's hard, man. Yeah, it's a tough show. We love it, though. And um, as far as Ozark goes, I have started it. It is one of the most amazing shows I've watched. I talked about it briefly. I was on the Chairgating podcast. Um, uh, it's available now on Spotify and Apple. You can go listen to what I had to say about it there. But I think we've mutually agreed that we are going to wait until I get to season three, and then we're going, to start re- we're going to start covering this show.
0: I agree. I think we have a brief recap of one and two and what we like and don't like, and then we jump into season three.
1: I'm down. It's an amazing show. If you guys haven't started it yet, please start it right now. And by the time I get to uh, season three, we're going to start recapping this show as well. But great 150. Hope all you guys are staying safe out there in quarantine. Any last words, Drusifer? To so that's it. Let's do it. It's All it. All right, sports party repeat. Picture this I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. I am sick. I will punch your baby bear in his shit. Give me lip. I'm gonna send you to the yard. Get a stick. Make a switch. I can end the conversation real quick. I am crack. I ain't lying. Kick a lion. Crack. I'm the shit. I will fall off in your crib. Take a shit, hit your mama on the booty, kick your dog, fuck your bitch. Fat dressed mm-hmm. up like you, sat on took pictures with your kids. Yes. We the best. We will cut a fronty face in your chest, little wench. I'm mention of fresh. I'm a mint. Yeah, correct. I will walk into a court while they wreck, screaming yes. I am guilty, motherfuckers. I am dead. Hey, you wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak. Nobody get choked. Who flame through your fuck shit, the puny's? Flame your crew quicker than Trump fucks his youngest. Now face the fleece of flame, fuckers. Your fame and fate's gone. I walk Charlie Brown, peppermint patty, Linus and Lucy. Put coke in the doobie, rollies to smoke with Snoopy. I still remember.